Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport and Motorsport.com, I'm Tom Howard and welcome to Gravel Notes, the podcast for all things rally. For today's show, we are joined by one of Motorsport's leading female talents in Molly Taylor. For those unaware, Molly has burst back onto the global rally scene in Extreme E this year as one half of Nico Rosberg's victorious Rosberg X racing outfit. While Extreme E has propelled Molly back into the spotlight, the Australian has rallying in her blood, competing in Australia and Europe. In 2016, Molly became the first woman to win the Australian Rally Championship, and this year, she has returned to the World Rally Championship with a three-rally program in a Rally 3 Ford Fiesta. Welcome to Gravel Notes, Molly. Hello, thanks for having me. I was going to say, I haven't spoken to you for probably a couple of years now. I think the last time I, I spoke to you was uh, at Winton when you were doing TCR Australia. So uh, a lot's happened since then. Just tell us, just fill us in about what, what's been going on since then. A lot's happened since then. Uh, I guess we, we had all had lockdown. Well, you've got lockdown again. Uh, but um, yeah, during that time, um, the Extreme E project, I guess, started to gather a bit of momentum um, and, yeah, got involved with Rosberg X Racing with Extreme E uh, and also we managed to put together this three-round WRC3 program or Rally 3 program uh, over here as well. And, uh, yeah, so it all kind of went from doing not much at all to looking like 2021 well, is a very busy, busy year. So just just for those who who might not be aware of you, just to look, just tell us a bit about yourself. Obviously, you've been you started out in rally in Australia uh, from a rallying family, and now things have kind of exploded sort of globally. Yeah, yeah, I started rallying um, quite a while ago now. It seems back in Australia, and then in two thousand and nine, I moved over to the UK and competed in the British Championship for a couple of years, and then was involved with the Pirelli Star Driver 
program in the it was called the WRC Academy, but effectively the Junior WRC. Uh, and then after that, I, I got the opportunity with Subaru Australia to compete in their factory team uh, for four years back in Australia. So I, I went and, and was doing that. And then, uh, yeah, when that um, sort of slowed down with, with COVID, uh, the extreme yeah, things started to, um, to yeah, happen and managed to become involved in that and, and come back over to Europe again uh, after a, yeah, a few years back in Australia and, uh, yeah, living living the dream over here. I mean, it's um, it's been a, a quite a quite a few months now on the road with a suitcase juggling everything. Uh, but, yeah, it's been pretty cool to be back here and, and back competing internationally. I ask all the guests that come on this show is to sort of before we start delving into a bit more uh, detail, but uh, just – just tell us what your favourite rally car and favourite ever rally is. It could be from any period of time. We just uh, we're just compiling a list of all the guests. Oh, that's really tough. I mean, something like the T sixteen Peugeot is is one of my favourites, or, or the Quattro. And I mean, they're the yeah the icons, the Group B cars. But you know, really, then I don't know if you can like a modern WRC car is just pretty amazing. So I'd still want to drive one of them if you had the option between the two. Um, I mean, Rally Finland for sure is is right up there. Um, but even you know our rallies at home, Rally Tasmania um, is, is pretty incredible. So I I do love the roads in Australia. I think they're um they're right up there. Well, you, you've pretty you've done pretty well there winning the 2016 uh, championship. I was there that day at Coffs Harbour, so uh, you know you you certainly know those roads pretty well. Definitely a very cool day, and uh, we're lucky in our championship because we have such a big country. We can really cover so many different types of roads as well. So let's just, I guess, talk about Extreme E because that's your sort of the, the the thing you're doing right now. Um, talk us through about how you ended up with Nico Rosberg's team because that must have been quite an interesting phone call. <laughs> it was. It was actually an email out of the blue uh, through my website um, and it was very short just basically saying, Nico Rosberg here, can we talk? And, and I didn't think it was Nico Rosberg. I thought someone just <laughs> thought it would be really funny. To uh, <laughs> to prank me, um, and then yeah, then he called on Facetime, so um, that was pretty cool, and <laughs> it was pretty obvious by that point that it, you know it was it was legit, uh, and yeah, then we just we chatted for for a while, and um, you know you can see instantly how passionate he is about the project and um, about everything that Extremely stands for, as well as the racing side as well. So uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to. Um, yeah, just be sitting in Australia in lockdown. Um, yeah, just just chatting with with Nico on the other side of the world about uh, you know all these you know amazing uh, plans and and programs to think to travel to all these remote places all over the world when you've been sitting at home not being able to leave the house for three months was pretty uh, pretty surreal. <laughs> it's not every day a Formula One world champion calls you either, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Was uh, yeah. I mean, it's not even you know you like to. To say when you're kind of planning any career or any ambition in life, you know, to, to aim high and and dream big and, and all those things. But, you know, coming from a rally back, like background, Extreme E didn't exist a few years ago. Like to say at that point you could ever imagine that something like this would be happening, just it just wouldn't, you wouldn't have. So it's, um, it's pretty cool looking back. I was going to say, and you've hit the ground running so well in Extreme E with, with, with Johan Christofferson. Like you've, you've dominated. Obviously, you didn't win the last one where there was a bit, bit of drama there, but, but you've really done, uh, done yourself proud and you're racing against uh, essentially the best, some of the best rally drivers that have ever existed. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a great start. I mean, we're pretty um pretty devastated to come so close to a third win as well um uh, last weekend, but you know, we're still still in a good position. Um but yeah, on the final um yeah, with I mean not having any rallycross experience I'm nervous enough lining up on the start line of the final with five cars but then I looked over and Sebastian Loeb was next to me so that just um yeah that was pretty I had to kind of stop thinking about that because um yeah that was uh it was pretty I kind of was just looking sitting on the start line and they give you a three minute warning and you know you're kind of preparing and thinking about what you're going to do and thinking about the start and then yeah I sort of just glanced over the corner of my eye and went holy crap (laughs) okay (laughs) Don't think about that. <laughs> Just try and get off the line in front of him. But in all seriousness, you've you've done really well, and you've sort of put yourself, I guess, on the map globally again. And what's it like to feel, you know, sort of back in that in that chair again? Yeah, it's nice to be to be back over here. And uh, you know, I had a, an amazing experience the first time, and then you know how motorsport goes, finding the opportunities and everything where you can. And I mean, I still think to have the opportunity to to go back to Australia with Subaru and, and drive in their factory program has been amazing for, for my career. Um, but, you know, you, there's still a part of you that still wants to combine that with some international events as well, but it's it's hard to always see how that is possible. So this, um, this experience has, yeah, been great to come back again for round two of, of living like a nomad. I feel like I did this already all that time ago and lived out of a car and all of that and feel like I'm back there to some degree, which is kind of uh, kind of funny at times. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic to be able to do that and, and to be able to keep, you know, the relationship with Subaru back in Australia and still do things there and combine this as well. I mean, it's a bit more challenging than we hoped with the travel restrictions, but, um, yeah, to be able to kind of build it all and, and have these new opportunities from Extreme from the WRC and kind of building some momentum. Um, I think it just kind of goes to show you never know when the opportunities will come, but you just got to keep keep pushing and, and keep being ready so that when when they do, you you can you can jump at them. It's interesting this Extreme E format, isn't it? It's, it's not something we've seen before, the sort of whole male-female driver combinations. But what, what have you made of it so far? It looks quite an interesting uh, concept. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think it's it's done really well. Um, we need, you know, we need more females competing at the top, and and we need the um, that that visibility to to encourage more young females to get involved in the sport, so that we have you know more of that uh, equality, or you know, more even numbers of, of females coming up through through the ranks, because we know it's a massive funnel when you start from grassroots up to the top. So we need we need more numbers at the bottom, and that's really only going to happen by young girls seeing females compete at the top of the sport. So I think it's really important that we have that visibility. And then also, I mean, you look at the the quality of the females that we have in Extreme and a lot of them, um, you know, even now we see in these six months or, or whatever it's been, you know, the amount of opportunities and extra driving a lot of us have been able to get and develop. And it's really, um, yeah, concentrating those, some resources into developing the female talent that is there and I think that's really important to have that opportunity you know as you know when you're not in the car every week or two it's really hard to keep that momentum and if you're jumping in every month or two you know you can be really talented and have good results but ultimately you need that seat time and you need the development so I think this is this is providing that and then you know it's our job to to prove that we're good enough to be there and and yeah that we deserve those spots. 
I think you've more than more than done that already with the with the victories you had. But you, as you said, you're quite passionate about that area of motorsport. You've been involved in in the female side in, in Australia with with CAMS or what is now Motorsport Australia. So I guess this sort of carries it on on a glo- on a global level. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the visibility of Extreme is amazing. So I think it's it's really cool from from that side, but also just from the environmental and sustainability side as well um, to be able to spread that message. I think it's a really it's really powerful that we're being able to do motorsport and cool motorsport and cool racing uh, in a way that's also giving back in so many other ways as well. And I guess the future then, do you hope to be doing this for a while in Extreme E? Is that the plan? Yeah, I hope so. I'm really enjoying the adventure so far. And I think like the start of any new series, you're always trying to improve and develop and tweak things. And we've seen a lot of tweaks in the format and the way things are run over the past few events. So uh, you know, we're all on this, I guess, development process. Uh, so it'll be great to to see where we end up. I think they've for something that's completely new started at a pretty high spot. So I think it's going to be exciting to see what's going to happen in the future. And and on, I guess off the back of of this, has the is the Rally Three program emerged? Is that how it how it happened? Um, they were already kind of would be chatting about that for for quite a while. Okay. Um, so they were sort of like happening at a similar time, I guess. But it's certainly helped being being over here in Europe as well. Um, kind of made everything a lot more possible. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily because of Extreme E, but they certainly um, yeah helped it along the way. I reckon. And this rally free program, I know it's obviously three rallies. We started with Estonia. That was obviously a difficult one, but you have uh, Acropolis next week and uh, Finland coming up. So it's quite an exciting little program, isn't it? Yeah, it's an amazing program. And yeah, I mean, it obviously started pretty disastrously. Um, so yeah, that, that wasn't, I mean, I guess that's motorsport. It's, it doesn't always go to plan, but that was pretty uh, heartbreaking to to start the program in that way. So um, I'm just looking forward to get out in Greece and getting some kilometres and hopefully getting a bit of redemption back and, um, yeah, making the most of these opportunities because it, it's not a lot of events but some really good ones and, and I want to make uh, sure of maximising every every kilometre in the next two. What What is your sort of goal then for, for this program? Do you want to get into the WRC sort of more permanently next year or is, is there any sort of thoughts about that? Doing the WRC full program uh, next year would be would be amazing um it's still you know rallying still where, where it all started and, and where you know a lot of the passion still is um but yeah hopefully I wouldn't say no to an opportunity but uh, yeah as you know putting together an opportunity it's it's quite a resource intensive <laughs> program yeah. so yeah I, I for sure I would love to whether that's uh feasible or not I'm not sure but um yeah I wouldn't say no. <laughs> but c- certainly the success in Extreme E and if you can sort of build on that in WRC 3 can certainly help, you know, from a sponsor side, kind of trying to get you a, a package for next year. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, you're right. The visibility of Extreme E and the value that that's bringing and also the value that the WRC can bring. I think there's there's a lot of opportunity there. So uh, if we can put together all, all the right the right partners to, to maximise on that, it would be it would be amazing. And let's talk about Acropolis. It's one of the classics on the WRC calendar. It's back this year. Um, how excited are you? Because it's one of the uh, one of the all time great rallies, isn't it? It's really one of the <laughs> iconic events, and we had all these posters at home back uh, back in the Salika GT four days, and there were um, you know all the rallies that that Toyota won, and the big poster, and you know Toyota wins this, Toyota wins that, and we had one from the Acropolis 
been up in our house ever since I was little. So for me, it's, it's like a poster I've looked at on the wall forever. Um, so to actually to be there, it's pretty, um, it, it's it's very surreal. So I'm, I'm really excited that we were able to, uh, to put this event in the program. And when we were talking about it and what events we would do, I was always, yeah, really hoping that we could make this one part of it. So I'm really happy. I was going to say, you sort of highlighted there, but you really do come from a rallying family. Can you sort of explain just how <laughs> mad you guys are on inter-rally? I suppose we are a tragic rally family. My my mum and dad met at a car club Christmas party, so that's a, that's a romantic story for you. But uh, yeah, it's been in the blood. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. In Australia, you're probably best known for your 2016 triumph. Just talk about that. I mean, that was some effort to to win a national rally title, uh, the first female to do so. Uh, it was an extraordinary achievement and I guess one you, you're very proud of. That was our first year with Subaru as well. So, yeah, my first year actually doing it as a job after many, yeah. many years of trying. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty surreal for it to all, all come together um, in that way. And, yeah, just, I guess restore the, the the faith that Subaru and Liz walked in the, the team owner showed in me by um yeah, giving me the opportunity because it you know it was the really the only factory seat in the country. So it was, you know, I needed to to show that it was worthy of, of having it. So that was um that was pretty cool and um yeah just a very, very special moment um with the whole team as well. First time Les walked in his team uh had uh yeah, won the championship and for Subaru also to have so much uh, success in the Australian Rally Championship, winning just 10, 10 titles. Um, and ironically, my mum was always on Team Toyota, so they were kind of arch um, <laughs> arch rivals, so now to jump ship uh, and, and yeah, take another one after Subaru sort of was out of the championship for quite a while and came back in that year. So, for yeah, there was a bit of a, a um, yeah, dream start to the program and to be able to, yeah, continue on on with them um, was, yeah, pretty pretty cool feeling and, and I have a – yeah, a great um, relationship with Subaru, and they, they really feel like my my second family. Yeah, say certainly. I remember that final round at Coffs Harbour, thinking uh, it was a, it was a close one because we were still trying to work out uh, the scores just to yeah. make sure you had done it. It was um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't easy, but what a, what a feeling to actually achieve it. Yeah, I mean that's kind of it wasn't. We never thought because um, we were still running our car in Group N spec, um, where sort of our our regulations allowed for more freedom so it was never really the the intention to to win because we didn't think in the you know in the group n car we wanted to prove how good the car was you know as a production level but you know it wasn't going to be the fastest out there um so it was just about yeah consistency and um just yeah getting getting some good solid results in and um you know it's kind of i guess that boring cliche about you know finishes and and consistency wins championships so yeah at the end it wasn't still you know coming into the final round wasn't really what we thought would happen and then just the way um you know everything went with with others having problems and um yeah it just the the points ended up that way so it was a bit of a surprise to be honest um uh yeah and, and a good learning experience for me as well in 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 championships and 
um, you know, driving, um, yeah, professionally, I suppose, in the job that you're there to do and making sure that you're doing your job and, and how, um, yeah, sometimes you obviously want to drive as fast as you can, but driving smart is also a really important part of the job too. So you say, obviously, rallying is in the blood clearly, and you, you've you've done that all your life on Extreme E. But you also had a dabble in circuit racing in, in TCR Australia. Um, so you are a bit of an all rounder. Uh, yeah, I mean that was a very short short dabble. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it though, to be honest. I mean, unfortunately, we had quite a few um, mechanical drivers, so we never um, yeah got. I don't know if we ever got a clean race in, but um, yeah, it was an awesome experience. And yeah, that's I guess aside from uh, doing the Extreme E stuff now, my only time doing a bit of traffic and side-by-side -side racing which was pretty pretty cool feeling so I mean I'd love to to do more it was it was good fun definitely obviously there was uh there was a period where uh the eight supercars was uh was being talked about you had a test can you sort of run through some of that how close were you yeah I had a test uh, I think it was 2017 end of 2017 uh in one of the super two supercars which was yeah in Win at Winton and um I had a ball it was it was an amazing like so so different to anything um that you know even circuit cars they would have driven before um but absolutely loved it and and yeah I mean in the end it was it was a lot to um put together as alongside the the rally program so so it didn't end up coming together but um it, it would have been cool <laughs> it would have been cool but in any case just to have a test in in one of those cars um yeah that was that was a pretty cool experience yeah i guess i guess sort of uh the only thing that could probably top that would be to race at bathurst in, in one of those hey? yeah that would be yeah. that would be yes real i probably want to do a bit more testing before <laughs> <laughs> just to sort of you know highlight the fact that you are sort of an all-rounder you've now sort of branched out into a bit of a media career as well with your role at channel seven so you're sort of trying to you're trying the other side of the fence as well yeah, yeah, having a go being the interviewer instead of the interviewee, which is really difficult. So, uh, full respect to yeah, everyone who does that, especially you know when it's live in the pits and you've got someone in your ear and and yeah, it's all happening pretty fast. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'll definitely do some more at some point. Uh, competing myself is still obviously the, the the priority at the moment, but it was great to have. Um, yeah, have that different experience and just be involved in, in different ways. And I think, again, it's about taking every opportunity that comes and, and giving everything a go. So we also hear you sometimes on WRC live. Is it, is it quite fun to sort of take part in those and sort of see, you know, talk about some of the some of the best rally drivers out there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great to be there. And, I mean, the WRC live is such a great crew as well. So it's just fun hanging out with them and, and talking rally. And talk, talk about WRC. Let's, let's sort of move on to that. I mean, we, we've uh, got a quite an interesting championship. I know Sebastian Ogier is is got a bit of a margin, but Thierry's win in Belgium has actually sort of spiced it up a little bit. What have you made of the battle so far? It's always exciting to watch, and, and you do see that that unpredictability as well. So it's, I mean, I don't think every every rally's gone or no rally's gone really how we how we envisaged it. So uh, and throwing those different rallies in as well. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great to see um, yeah Thierry after you know he's had some some definite heartbreak uh, this year and um, yeah and same with Oit. So uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? But it's it's exciting for us to watch. I mean, rallying always is, and it's always unpredictable. And um, you know, Acropolis as well. I think having that what we've seen so far this year with um, yeah all the unexpected issues that drivers have have come into um, and then coming into Acropolis, which is you know the the one that is notorious for for all this stuff uh 
yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting rally. Going to say, I mean, and also it's quite an exciting time for the WRC for next year as well, with the hybrid regulations coming in. What have you, what have you made of that? Is that I mean, it seems like there's a step in the right direction for the championship, and it could could really be something that could uh, grow it quite a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think we're all looking at ways to to bring all the regulations into the future, and, and that's that's where we're going. And you know, obviously, going full electric in rallies. Uh, quite difficult there's you know quite a few challenges with that but this you know going this step to hybrid for sure is is paving the way for the future development and that's what motorsport and rally has always been and you know particularly with rally and developing road cars and being similar to to the road car variants than some other forms of motorsport um you know i think it's really important that rally you know is is progressing the technologies with the future of, of mobility and you know we want we know we need to be sustainable in the future and we don't want to stop rallying. So we need to find a way to make, make it more sustainable. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's an exciting new, new chapter and, um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll keep going forward and stronger from there. Could your experience in extremely actually help you in that regard in terms of maybe the teams might consider that as, as an advantage? Who knows? I mean, I think the, the electric technology and the extremely car and the, the WRC stuff, I'm not sure how much, um, yeah, would would carry over directly from from the extreme e cars, so I'm not sure how how applicable yeah that would be, and I think there's there's just a lot more uh, intelligent engineers <laughs> than uh, anything I think I could bring. But but hey, if that's what helps me get across, then sure. <laughs> are you trying to have talks with teams for next year? Is that is that something on your mind at this point, or are you just focusing on the on the job at hand? Yeah, I'll look at the moment. It's just I need to get in a few good rallies. I think. Um, yeah, and, and kind of move on from Estonia and um, put my best foot forward, and um, yeah, get that, that sort of. I guess that's where my biggest focus and priority lies right at the moment, and then we'll go from there. And uh, just an interesting point, obviously, just to sort of a sort of highlight how your career has exploded. Uh, a sort of friend of a mutual friend of ours and friend of the podcast, Grant Rowley, has written a children's book about <laughs> you. Um, now, what yes. is that like to uh, to? To see that, because that's quite quite something special, isn't it? Yeah, it's very very cool, and then also I think just yeah, just to be in the company of the other drivers that he's written about is pretty pretty surreal. So I don't know if I I really feel worthy of that, but thanks, Grant, and I'll take it. And and uh, I keep asking him, you know, how the book sales are going and who's leading, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, how many I have to buy to top up my sales so I can <laughs> so I can be number one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean they're great great bunch of books and I think they're going pretty well so um yeah it was pretty cool it's good for, for for I guess young females that want to get into the sport to have that sort of icon that they can read about at that young age to sort of inspire them yeah exactly I think that's you know like what we were talking about earlier it's just really important that there's that visibility um rather than yeah having to you know it's not that anyone's told a young girl you can't do it but you know you 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 see watch tv you you read things you 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 pick up from what you see around you so if you don't have the visibility of those things it's just things that that don't get put on the radar or just assumed that it's not something they can do so i think that yeah that visibility is just way, way more important than i even appreciated until recently Okay, we'll just, I guess we'll just wrap up with just a, a last look at uh, Acropolis. Um, obviously, you will be flying there, I believe, uh, this week. Um, so what what's goes into getting your recce done, getting yourself prepared for one of the hardest rallies on the calendar? Yeah, uh, we fly tomorrow to, to Greece. We test. It's actually quite a long week because 
the rally is so spread out, there's a lot of road mileage to get to all the stages. So we start recce early. We start recce on Monday. We do recce for three days um, then move around to some different hotels during that time, uh, depending on where we are in Greece. So don't ask me where because that's, that's several <laughs> tell, me, <laughs> tell me to turn left all right. Um, so, yeah, we do that for three days and then get into the shakedown and, um, yeah, then get, in, get into the rally and start in Athens with the street stage. Uh, and then, yeah, three days of of all the action um, in uh, yeah in in the really uh, rough uh, rough hills. So it's going to be going to be exciting. It's going to be a long week, um, but yeah, that that's what rally should be. So I'm looking forward to it. As long as you're not so focused that Seb's giving you pace notes for every hotel, that's that's uh, that's okay. Right? <laughs> No, we can be a bit more relaxed on that front. <laughs> but I, I guess uh, the rally itself, like, is it a case of just trying to preserve the car? Do you have to sort of have that in, in your mind because it's so sort of a car breaker? Yeah, I mean, I've never never seen the roads myself. So depending on, you know, the condition of the roads will be, will dictate, I suppose. But yeah, it definitely is something that I, I suppose you would naturally be more mindful of than, than maybe a, a smoother smoother rally where you know you maybe can hug the inside of corners and you don't not expect something to be in there whereas you know maybe in this rally you're just you're not taking those little extra risks because you know the likelihood of them being big rocks um and then just just trying to work out i suppose where where you can push and where you need to uh, respect the car a bit more and and yeah for sure with remote services as well um you know not knowing that uh yeah you've got to you've got to get the car through so you definitely need to drive a bit with your head i think this one Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you, you joining us on Gravel Notes this week, Molly. We, we wish you all the best for Acropolis. And uh, hopefully no we'll, uh, we'll get to talk to you again soon. Uh, more, well, hopefully soon in the future. Cheers. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening. That's all we have time for today on Gravel Notes. But be sure to tune in soon for the next episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The world is waiting, waiting for new thinking, for bold ideas that embrace a globally connected community, working together to create a better future for all. And that future, it can be found here at UC Riverside. Here, you'll join a community where diversity equals vitality, where support and empowerment lifts spirits and propels ideas forward. Fearless, innovative, connected. UC Riverside. Bold hearts, brilliant minds. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.